Hi, this is Michael Dorn, and you're listening to Black Tribbles. Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. What's up? This is uh, Storm Tribble here with the Phil Lamar of, oh my God, the immense amount of work that you put in that we've all, all became fans of. It's just unreal. I mean, I could go down the list from Samurai Jack being my absolute all-time <laughs> favorite. Thanks, boss. Um, <laughs> uh, and not to mention He's your impact. me. I'm not even saying anything. You know what I mean? Uh, your, your impact with, um, thanks, a little nerd. Uh, with Green Lantern, um, not to mention, you know, your stuff on Mad TV, your theater with Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes, yes. I I was already like, Phil Lamar is pretty cool. <laughs> and then I saw Cowboy Curtis and went, oh. No, I've been, I've been very, very fortunate to get to work with on some really amazing product projects and with some really amazing people. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so one of the things we wanted to talk about first and foremost is... Uh, from what I understand, you have a web series going on right now. Yeah, tell us a little bit about, about that. Yeah, um, it's called Inside the Legend, and it was basically a two-person interview show where you interview characters from history, mythology, legend, like real and imaginary, you know. Nice. And we just decided to make it a two-person show where it's me and this woman, Vanessa Raglan, and we take turns either being the host or the character being interviewed. And all of the characters are... Not quite how you remember them. Okay. Like, you know, we did Beowulf, you know, the mythic old-time warrior as... The wrestler! I'm Beowulf! I took down gorgeous Grendel! (laughs) You know? And we did Oedipus as a redneck. Oh, my... Who else gonna be having sex with his mother? Oh, that is so (laughs) apropos. So, you know, and everything is a twist like that. Right, right. Why'd you go into Inside the Legend and, like, playing or playing around with history like that? Um, honestly, uh, Cindy Rice, the producer, and Tony Wallace had a list of ideas. Uh, I didn't have anything of my own that I was, like, burning to, to do. And they said, well, what, this is a couple things that we've got. And, like, that made me laugh. I'm like, And it's funny because I remember thinking at the time, it's like, this has absolutely no, like, you know, crossover demographic appeal to the comic book. Like, I should do something (laughs) more superhero or cartoon or otherwise oriented to capitalize on the the fan base I have. And I'm like, "Eh, this made me laugh. So, yet another in a long (laughs) career full of non-marketing based decisions. (laughs) No, I was the guy sitting on the set of Pulp Fiction going, well, I guess they could try to sell it like a big blockbuster summer movie. <laughs> Travolta, Bruce Willis, Uma Thurman, right up until the anal rape and the heroin overdose. <laughs> right, right, right. Then $100 million later, I, looked, you know, I was like, this is why I don't run a studio. <laughs> it is your Black Triple. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, three unlimited, five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation, Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. 
Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. to you from the beautiful studios of WPPM 106.5 FM Philly Cam. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, put your hands together for the final week in this beautiful town that we call Octavia City. Right, righteous, man. Righteous. Yeah, yeah, righteous. Yeah. Totally. Groovy. Righteous, man. Peace. My name is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joining this lovely town by... What up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Kennedy, also known as that Mikey Chick, better known as the everyday Phillies Bay. But I am also known as your Storm Tribble. Hey, meet me in the town square at high noon like a showdown. I'm ready for the throwdown. Call it a bro-down. It's the man, the myth, the legend... Master Triple Emac in your square, holler there. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah. All right, let me see what I got. Let me see. Hold up. All right, you ready? Here we go. Yo, I get inside your mind and leave your memory shook. Regulate, speculate like Kennedy's book. I leave your energy took when I'm taking your mind. All son, the voice of reason is the finest on the rhyme. What's up, your man, Super Triple, the Rand of Steel. How y'all doing? You hurt? What? Yeah, ain't no way I'm beating that. So this is the triple no longer behind the the Super Saiyan triple. Hi, y'all. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Facebook Live is up and running. Dante, the intern triple, is uh, manning it, um, looking very resplendent in his Nintendo rehab shirt. True. Shout out, shout out. Um, we know we promised you a full house of triples today. Unfortunately... The uncanny triple has an uncanny cold, so she could not make it tonight, but she promises to be back here next week mm-hmm. where we'll, we have something very special yes, yes, planned for you next week. As long as we have disinfectant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Once she has been properly sterilized, she will be warmly welcomed. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll make sure I tell her that Thank you said you. that. Thank you. And not before. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Wow. Can't wait. He said runner I'll through Decon. I'll bring gloves. Decon first. You. Nice. That's correct. Um, it, it's a shame that she's not here because uh, people were definitely feeling her return. This has been kind of like a triumphant week yeah, for her. Right. because she, Nope, she got to prolong it. Somebody got to draw it out. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. I guess she'll be back next week. Tune in to find out. <laughs> next time, boy. <laughs> As I was saying, um, if you listen to the Black Trolls Podcast Network, Ariel was all over the place this week. She was actually on the 
The Ghouls Next Door, we aired their lost episode talking about horror and kit for kids. Mm-hmm. And Ariel was on that show. And then she actually joined Eric and I, as she will be doing from every week ongoing, for the return of Throne of Tribbles. Yeah. As we uh, are reviewing the final season of Throne of Tribbles. And actually, we got uh, Eric, we got more than a few shout outs. On people was like, I've been waiting two years for y'all to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yup. So people was like really happy that that um, we did it. Actually, I was here. I had to come here to Phil, uh, to Philly Cam yesterday, and somebody started talking about Game of Thrones. As every place I go, everybody started yeah. talking about Game of Thrones. So we got into the conversation, and they were like, "Oh, you should cover it on y'all show." I said, "We we do a show, Throwing the Tribbles." Oh, so I'm going to listen to it right now. Person fired it up was listening to it and I started talking to somebody else. Right. About five minutes in, she tapped me and was like, okay, I'm not listening to any other Game of Thrones podcast. I'm I'm what you to see. I'm deleting this one. I'm deleting this one. I'm deleting this one. <laughs> wow. Got him. Nice. She was like, yo, Real y'all insane. Real work. Y'all insane. I was nice. like, all right, that's love. That's love. So um yeah, throwing tribbles. Um so Ariel, she will be back next week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so she was all over the place this week, but you know what? You know it, it's probably better that she's not here because I don't n- think there's enough room in this studio for the radiance that is shining, the omnipresence, the, omni- <laughs> the, the omnipresence of the first lady of tribbles. The unadmitigated authorness. Put that camera on her. Look at her. Look at her glow. She's she vibing. Look, she look at that. Look at that glow. Look, 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 look. doing too much. She, look, she out here like a limelight. Just whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> the meager adulation as it compares for greatness. Kennedy, the storm triple, who not only held it down at the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con, yes. like all the way down, yes, they didn't get indeed. back up yet. Not even. But has debuted. Her own Afrofuturistic book. We are not reading somebody else's book. We are reading Kennedy's book. Now, let me, from a, from a cat that was there, right? They're doing the Deep Space Nine panel. Okay, at, at the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con. Comic-Con. The boy comes out. I forget the dude's name that was hosting. Jeff, was that his name? Mark Lee. Mark Lee. Shout out to, shout out oh, okay, to yeah, him. Shout yeah. out to the Triple Bandit. Yeah, he, so he comes out. He's saying, you know, I'm doing my thing. And then... All of a sudden, comes out Madame Resplendent in this white thing, looking like straight from the future. With I the, saw her. I d- with the red heels. Bruh. I saw her. You like my Claire Underwoods? Bruh. They Let me yes. ready to kill. Let me They're just tell Claire you. I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm watching the, watching the crowd, right? And the fellas was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking like she stepped out of 10 forward. Balls. Yes, I saw her. Look, look, look. The one ball, he was like. And the girl was like. <laughs> like, what, okay. what you gonna do? Okay, what are you gonna for, do? For, for, jaw and for those listen, for those now, listening, uh, Randy's jaw hit the floor. Yeah, and he got slapped <laughs> for it. Now, Hanlon, the questions was on point. Just the the back and forth. The and who was on who was on the panel? It was Michael Dorn. Michael yes. Dorn, who's Wharf. Yes, uh, Nana Visitor, who was uh, the Colonel Kira, Bajor for Bajorans. 
and um, Jeffrey Combs, Jeffrey right? Combs, who played Wei Yun and Brunt, and and like, and, 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 and 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 yeah, yes. but Wei Yun was the was the end all. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That true. That the worst character on television. Like there was, there's maybe three Ooh. other beings in existence that I ever. I'm like, I, I can you just die? I would feel that way. Oh, he did. He just he did. kept he, coming back. Was, I, yeah, he right? was so good as Wei Yun. He was supposed to die that first yes, episode, right. and, and the were writers like, were like. I didn't see more of this. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, they kept, they yeah, made him a clone. They kept bringing him oh back. Oh, God, he was the worst. But. Good stuff. This one right here. Magnificent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Holding it down. K Bell. Thank, Thank, mm. Thank, Thank you. Look at you. Look at you, girl. Look at so, you. So, how did, how did it feel? Because, you know. Longtime listeners of Black Tribbles know how much of a Star Trek fan that you are. And as much of a Star Trek fan as you are, you may be equally a fan of Worf and Michael Dorn. So how did it actually feel to be sharing a stage with the man? Um it rocked. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was dope just to be up there. With them, I found myself um, trying to mind my P's and Q's, not for fear of of Worf getting after me, but I was scared of the Colonel more than anything else. Okay, Nana is like two foot nothing, and yet has this presence about her that had me like because she walks around in ten ten inch heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, it was a little shook. It was a little shook. Like, leather jacket is better than my whole life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the jacket was fly. I can't yeah, even yeah, do nothing with, with this. Um, but yeah, it felt good. It felt good. I'm really glad that this panel happened on Sunday and not Saturday. Uh, only because that would have been a hard thing to follow. Like, it would have been hard to do anything else after gotcha, doing a panel gotcha, like that. Gotcha. Um, so it gave me time to prepare for it. Um, which is great. And I had done, I crammed all the, crammed. I just crammed all this research in, uh, just furiously watching old episodes of Deep Space Nine just to make sure that I was, you know, versed in everything and didn't get to half the questions that I wanted to. So it, it felt good to be over, over prepared, I guess, mm-hmm. for, for once. I'm usually flying by the seat of my pants, but this time <laughs> I had receipts. I had notes. I had my phone just in case. I had clip notes just in case I needed to pull something up. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was overall just a really banging weekend. Yeah, how was the, how was the con o- overall? It was it was great. Um, yeah. It started off on a really 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 high note. Mm-hmm. Um, I met uh, my new friend Jason. Uh, Jason, uh, aka Build a Tribble. Build a Tribble uh, came all the way down from Rhode Island to meet me and to see this panel. Yo, much love. Yo, That's it was hype. really it was really really dope. He uh, heard an episode of a podcast called Women at Warp that I had done about a year or some change ago. Um, we were talking about Klingons, because, of course, of course, on brand. Um, and he heard that episode and then found the Tribbles and then uh, saw that I was doing this panel this weekend and was like, well, I guess I'll come on down and came on down and brought me things. It was just so sweet. I was like, oh, you're crying. <laughs> Friday this happens. So I'm like, I could go home now. I don't know. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to come back out here. This is, I'm good. Um, so it was great. Friday was fun. Uh, it was really like a reunion. You know, you run into people that you meet during these convention right, circuits and right, you see yeah. everybody again and it was really, really cool. Uh, shout out to Jamar Nichols. He's like, you guys forgot about me. 
<laughs> we're like, no, we didn't. You're busy. He was like, you guys forgot about me. Damn, I forget about you, Jamar. I know. All those awards and stuff you've been winning. You were around here busy, tabling every which way. He's like, but I still love you guys. I was like, okay, I'll say something about it. <laughs> and he hit me with the guilt hard. It was great. He was like, I'm still a triple furry. I'm still a triple true. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. We love you, Jamar. Did you teach him the new uh, hand Oh, yeah. We incorporate. We uh, upgraded it as well. Okay. So we whoa, whoa, whoa. We, up- we changed it? No, we didn't change it. We just upgraded it. We enhanced it. Okay. So if and this is only if you can actually make the noise, right? So after the fist part and you do the tucked fingers, you go. All right. Right? Okay. So all right. So you got to be now. You got to actually be able to make the noise. If you can't make the noise, it's fine. As okay. long as the thumb is still tucked, you're yeah. good. But I don't want people like just spitting. No. Like, no, that ain't it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not something different. I mean, they practice on their own time. Okay. In their own bathroom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so anyway, that happened Friday. That was really cool. Uh, Saturday was just nonstop as soon as we hit the floor just fun oh friday i, I ran into my boy sid o'connell uh you know him as mutant leader from the last season of gotham oh yeah uh sid and i have done uh, a project in the past uh with smoke and a bunch of others um so we go way back big sid mm-hmm. it was just good to see him because you know he's in new york so he never comes to philly and uh him getting recognized from people who watch the show and stuff yeah. is really cool and That's it's just nice. He's just a big mush, so it was good to get that energy, you know. Um, Smoke was funny, though. He was like, yo, Sid came down a day early, so you got to surprise him. you got to sneak up on him. And I was like, gotcha. <laughs> so I snuck up behind him, and I picked him up. I just picked him up at the waist, and he was like, legs akimbo. He was like, whoa, whoa, who's this over here? Who's this? Hey, oh. And I put him down, and he was like, oh, my God. And he hugs me. And he like, you ever get hugged by a dude that's like a foot bigger than you are? Pretty like regularly. Oh, <laughs> Hobbit life. <laughs> that Thursday. <and> moving on. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> it's like five minutes ago. And. <laughs> But I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> oh God! I'm okay, well I'm not used to that. <laughs> anyway, he was just like he just hugged me. It was great. It was awesome. It was like you know meeting a kid that you haven't seen in forever that's all of a sudden bigger than you. You know what I mean? One of those. Um, so that was cool to talk with him on Friday. Saturday was just nonstop. I made a playlist because you know what it was? The head nerds in charge set the standard Friday. Head nerds in charge, they're a great podcast out of Philly. Absolutely. They set the standard. They had a bomb behind speaker system set up and started playing jams like at the top of their lungs to the point where people were turning and looking and like converging on the circle. That's where we saw the Black Panther and the Miles Morales battling. Um, and it created really sweet moments. We saw stuff like that. Uh, when I was talking to Jason, he was like, yeah, I came all the way down from Rhode Island, and the music fired up, and we went over and looked at it. And he was like, this is unlike any con I've ever been to. And I was like, "Oh, go have fun, baby. Go have fun. Yeah, go do your thing. <laughs> this is that blurred life. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. I might make chicken this weekend. I don't know. I did make chicken she did this make weekend. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was mad good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Ouch, my tooth. Need them. 
Um, so Saturday was like nonstop. I made a playlist. I was like, all right, they're going to make a playlist. I'm going to make a playlist. We can do like battling speaker boxes back and forth, I guess. I don't know. Well, I played this music, and the boy came up. I, this dude, this is his original character. He, uh, you've probably seen him at conventions. Tall, thin dude with like a monitor head yeah, that's been yeah, hollowed yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a thing, apparently. Yes. This dude came over, and we were playing the music, and he leaned over at the speaker and indicated that he wanted us to turn it up. So I was like, you want me to turn this louder? And he like was like, yes, please, with his body language. And I turned it up, and your boy did not stop for the next 35 to 40 minutes. Like He was just boom, 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 boom. I was like, what? This is great. I was like, hey, hey, Boogie. People were, were taking out their phones and like videotaping this dude. They were like, hey, your boy's killing it. And I'm looking and I'm like, hey, Boogie Nights, go ahead and shit me in front of that banner. <laughs> 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 go ahead and shimmy that behind over there. He gave me a thumbs up and shimmied on over there. And people were dancing and like he started a little dance party and whatnot. And people pulled out their phones. I was like, yeah, brought to you by Black Tribbles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so enjoy, enjoy. Please, yo, it was great. I met a little girl named Violet who cosplays and sells prints so that she could earn money for a, to starting her own after anti-bullying after-school program. Oh wow! Um, just oh. really, just cool stuff all the way around. So Saturday was was dope, um, and then Sunday was the panel. Cool. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just great stuff. Shout out to Joker Triple. Okay. Um, who held it down with me this weekend? Best booth buddy ever. Um, it was his first con as well, so we, you know, got to do all Mad that stuff. Props. He was like, "I don't ever want to go to a con without you ever again." I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> you can't go to a con now that you don't been behind the scenes to get that special badge at the door." They were like, "No, there's no going back. There's no going back. Good luck with that." Um, so it was it was great. I uh, saw new friends, saw old friends. Um, and uh, I just want to give a shout out to Sh- to Smoke Cosplay Triple and his team really making this convention into they something. Really did. It was it was off the chain. Man. It's something it special really, really about did. it. It might not be you know the most crowded convention ever, but people are still having fun. People are still uh, enjoying themselves. It's still busy, you know. So uh, it was just good stuff. Shout out to Christopher Priest, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he was there and took a picture with me and Ice Grill Triple and. Uh, I told him about what we were doing. He was like, wait, there's a what? <laughs> there's a, oh, oh, really? Did you give him a flyer? I had flyers. Uh, I did not give him a flyer, but he told, uh, I have his card, so we got to put something together. Yeah. There's a, there's a really great story that he was wanted to tell me, but I was like, no, you can't tell me, because you're going to tell us on the show. And he was like, but it's about, no, you can't tell me. We're going to do this whole thing on the show, so you have to save the entire thing. For the show, we're going to hook this up. So we're going to try and uh, have him call up and tell us this amazing story. Okay, well, we won't even know the story. Nope. We'll book him, and nope. then, you know, Randy will be on tour, so we won't know what's, what's I'll, uh, No, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'm here when he uh, when when he calls. Well, all right. Cause, and he's, he's awesome. He's a really, really good dude. Dope. For those of you that don't know, Christopher Freest, uh comic book writer, he's the guy that created the Dora Milaje uh, he created Okoye. Uh, he created Zori. Those are all characters that you know he, he came up with during his run on uh, on Black Panther. And his run on Black Panther is con- is considered still, still, yes, some, the best the run. Best. So uh, good, even yeah. of from the originals, yeah, like the, the creators. So so very good. Yeah, it, it's hysterical and nuts, but brilliant, brilliant stuff. Cool. Well, it sounds like it was a great 
fantastic weekend at the Greater yeah, Philadelphia Comic stuff. Con. So I'm g- glad that uh, you went. I'm glad it was a fantastic, it, it, um, pl- you know, event. And shout uh, out to Smoke. The other cool stuff that went on this weekend, uh, the uh, the Marvel exhibit at the Franklin Institute. Oh, yes. That uh, debuted on, it debuted last Saturday. Saturday, yeah. But you... Randy and uh, uh, the Amalgam Tribble before she had her cold. Yeah. Uh, she made it out to the. Uh, I saw her for like a minute and a half. Yeah, I heard it was insane. Yeah, it there, was deep. Man. It was deep. So me and uh, me and Maurice, me and uh, Paul Robeson Tribble were uh, bopping around the whole thing together. And it was it's pretty dope. It's a very. It, is, like that, the, is that the Franklin Institute yeah, right now? The stuff that they have there is very, very cool. Um, so they have like costumes from the movies. Um, there's some. Like uh, display pieces, there's a great uh, uh, thing piece where he's sitting on a he's sitting on a couch and you can sit next to him and like take a picture. The thing, yeah. Oh, he's sitting on a couch and he's like, he's like dozing off reading a book. Um, There's a huge, this gigantic Hulk statue there that it's got to be at least nine feet tall. It is huge and it's awesome. There's a very cool Spider-Man where he's hanging upside down and you get a picture with him. Yeah, I saw a picture of that yeah, one. There, yeah, there's, there's some really, really great stuff there. Um, there's some original artwork, um, some of Barry Windsor Smith's original Wolverine stuff from Weapon X. There's, a, there's one of those pieces nice. up on the wall. Nice, nice. Uh, I think what looked like uh, Frank Miller's original pencil from Wolverine number one Okay. Oh, from the because um, he the did the covers. Series. Yeah, yeah, the covers. Oh no, no, he did the art. He did the yeah. art too. That's right. Yeah. yeah, back when he could still draw. That's what. It, that. Yo, it. I I believe it's the original pencils, oh. and it is. There's some great, great stuff there. It's very, very cool. Wow. Uh, Can you believe that we're in a time where comic book stuff is in a museum? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it it is mind blowing. It's really staggering. We are definitely somebody's anti-universe. Yeah, <laughs> like we are definitely the Bizarro of like some like right strict right brain. I know all exactly. I know exactly where the schism happened to. Where it was November whatever 2016 when that mook was elected. Ah, that's fair. That's very fair. I think that was the the split in the timeline. I think yeah. all of us had <laughs> a dis- a chance to make a decision for the betterment of humanity or. And uh, that tumbled us into the darkest timeline. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the timeline. The timeline that Owlman is a thing. <laughs> we don't. We don't. We don't. We're not good enough for the bat. We get Owlman. We get James Woods' Owlman. <laughs> terrifying. But into every universe, ladies and gentlemen, there must shine a little bit of light and we have some light to shine for you if you are interested in that great marvel exhibit that randy just told you about and if you're also interested in going to the april 27th screening of avengers endgame here in philadelphia at the riverview plaza brought to you by the black tribbles i am black sci-fi and amalgam comics and coffee house well Tickets are sold out. So, there. However, the Black Tribbles, we got something for you. If you want to go to the screening of Avengers Endgame, this, uh, the 27th, so two Saturdays from now. Uh, next April Saturday. 27th. Next Saturday. Well, well, it's not, it's not this coming. So, next Saturday. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank you, Isaiah. Mm-hmm. 
If you want to go to that screening, ladies and gentlemen, if you also want to uh, go to the Franklin Institute that afternoon for a great talk back that's going to be happening within, right in the midst of the Marvel exhibit and check out the Marvel exhibit and everything that the Franklin Institute has to offer. We have tickets. We have tickets to both, ladies and gentlemen. We have six. Whoa. What? Six. Say word. Six passes. That's six passes to the screening and the exhibit. Oh, so we're about to hook these people up. Yes. And we've got six. So that means if you call in, you can get two, one for you, one for a friend. All right? So we've got, so I guess that, or if you only want one, you can get one. And that'll leave five. But we've got six to give away. All right? Here's all you have to do. It's as simple as that, ladies and gentlemen. Just phone call. That's all they got to do is call. Pick up the phone, reach out and touch somebody. That's all they got to do. No. You do have to call. You do have to call us, and you have to call us on our number, 215-923-WPPM. That's 215-923-9776. And all you have to do is give a kidney. (laughs) Come down to the station. (laughs) Let me cut out a kidney of your choosing. And let and we'll donate it to somebody in need. How nice of you to let them choose, right? And yeah, and it's going to a good cause, you know. Of course, somebody always needs a kid. That's true. Just and one. Eric and, works in the hospital just, now, so right, so I'll just take it with me to end tomorrow. <laughs> Put it on ice. It's good to go. <laughs> yeah, really. And, and then you'll be seeing Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the end game. Yeah. No, oh. that's, that's, that's one one kidney. I don't think that's asking too much. We got tickets for both bats. Like, don't underestimate the opportunity you present in look, the Philadelphia but, region. Look, right real now. talk though, real talk though, this opportunity is pretty major because people are selling their tickets for ten thousand dollars. Very true. Yeah, very listen, true. You say, listen, but people are paying ten thousand for a kidney. You but, see, what I'm saying, like, <laughs> and it's for a good cause. Equivalent exchange. I'm just all trying I'm saying. to be, you know, because we said we wanted to give more. <laughs> if we could give kidneys, I'm sure people would be appreciative. Um, Black triples. Give more kidneys. No, TM, that's trademarked. All right. (laughs) All you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, all you have to do is give us a call, 215-923-9776. Hashtag give up that kidney. And answer answer a Marvel Cinematic Universe trivia question. Mm. That's it. All you have to do is answer that question, and it'll be one question per phone call. So if that person that calls in doesn't doesn't get it right, then that's it. That's it. One and but, done. But the next, but the next person that calls in gets a totally different question. Okay. So you, you ain't, ain't no looking it up. But you know what I mean. I keep it fair. So that's all you got to do. Hit us up. Call us 215-923-9776, 215-923-WPPM, and you can win passes to the Avengers screening and talk back at the Franklin Institute in the midst of their Marvel exhibit. Next Saturday, April 27th. You, you're definitely going to want to be there because um, we're going to be giving out T-shirts. And we're going to be giving out T-shirts with a real T-shirt gun. <laughs> so you might as well go ahead and catch that bullet. Yeah. yeah. 
And this this gun, this gun, this is a real like t-shirt gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sorry, does it come with the cartridges, or we got to get those separately? No, comes with all that, everything, all that. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, it's gonna be live. Okay, that is, the, yeah, that's why it's going to Eric's house. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll do. I'll do respect. Yeah. No. Yeah. It should. I, I <laughs> it should. I yeah. 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 I, I can take care of it. I'm sure I can learn pretty you good. Got that. Yeah. Sure. Give the t-shirt gun to the weapons specialist. Exactly. That makes sense. The weapons master. <laughs> it tra- Who else would you well. give it to? It tracks well. Yeah, Isaiah. <laughs> I'd probably be irresponsible. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'd probably be irresponsible. I wonder what this button. <laughs> uh, 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 oh. Oh. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I would spend, my chest. Yep. I would spend the my, entire my next week chest. shooting my kids with t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna lie. Plus, I got like 300 t-shirts in the crib. <laughs> Bruh. Boom. It would boom. be on. See, I thought it was gonna be like laundry. Like, pick up your shirt. Take your thing <laughs> with you. Let Don't just up. leave that. Right. Like, no, it's just his own shirts. It's just like, bang. Shoot like my own shirts to be one. Just up. Moving target. Yep. Left open. You stand outside the crib. Just like. Right. What's what up? What's, what's going on over there, Dante? Uh, so like the just people a couple comments night. from Facebook. Uh, I hope I'm saying this right. Melissa Gov says, "Hey troubles, hey troubles, uh, losing sleep for candy, aka storm trouble in her book." Nice. Um, James M. Bolger says, "Kenny, I'm so proud of you. Congrats, congrats on all your success." Oh, James. Uh, Don uh, Keel says, "Damn E, that beer looking like Black Gandalf," and he says, "Happy belated birthday, Lynn." Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> you shall not pass. Blandolf. Blandolf. Just Gandalf the Black. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like that the Black is better. The black. Yeah, yeah Gandalf the Black. All right. Well, we don't want Melissa to, to lose any more sleep, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get into mm. the reason why we're here in Octavia City. Show stop that herself. To celebrate yeah, yeah. Afrofuturism. Uh, Afrofuturistic tales, as well as speculative black uh, fiction. We got somebody else, Dante. Sorry, one more. Uh, Liz Wilkerson said a kidney for a T-shirt. Liz, Liz. how you doing? How you doing, Liz? How many you want? <laughs> how many you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I know she got two, but you know, or she might have two. Could be one. So that's why I'm saying, like, it depends. We can work something out. We know all kinds of people. She might be a mutant with three. I mean, fair. never know. And honestly, she could have a new one before she got home. The stories this yeah, one tells, right. like, yeah, she would have a, she would just have a kidney for us. You know, she's like, got a couple on ice somewhere, just on spare. Exactly. Yeah, right. Like, she wouldn't she even need to got be Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, right. yep. yes. She'd be like, yeah, so here's a kidney. <laughs> she'd be one. like, can you feel it? <laughs> can you feel it? Can you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing but human nature. Um, <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Tell me why do I feel hydrated? Why did you can they do this? And Liz just speeding down the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Shut. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing on Facebook Live? Thank you, thank you, and thank you all of Triple Nation for all the uh, birthday wishes that I got. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. 
happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy birthday. Okay, okay. <laughs> How old are All right, so we're in our Christmas city. <laughs> That's enough of that. Shaganigans. So we are celebrating Kennedy Allen, ladies and gentlemen, who are released volume one of Speculative Philadelphia, a book of original Afrofuturistic tales. How did this project come about, Kennedy? Uh, what had happened was, um, no, it's just I, you get tired of not seeing things that you would want to read or movies that you'd want to watch or any of that. And uh, I had um, this idea for a minute in terms of, of stories that didn't really all belong in the same universe, but you know, we're still valid, just the same, and I, I wanted to, to tell them. This book has been through a lot. <laughs> it's been through a whole lot. It almost didn't happen. I had a computer crash a couple months back. Oh, yeah. Wow. And lost everything. Mm. Everything. Like, thank God I was writing at the bar at night on my phone, like in a Google Doc, because without it, I wouldn't have had anything. Like, wow. anything. It was wow. all gone. Um so a lot of the, the, you know, the writing process later on, at least, was spent me trying to determine how much that story to try and recreate. Should I just start fresh? Should I, you know, try to emulate the chunks that I lost or should I completely do something new with those things? And should I edit these down to make room for the format that I want or should I go format free and just let it rock or, or, or what? And, um... It's a very agonizing process. People like to call light, uh, writers lazy um, and shiftabouts and, and just bums. And it's like, no, <laughs> it might not be physical labor. Um, you might not be getting up out of your bed and putting on a face and going to deal with people every day. But you're, you're dealing with yourself every yeah. day. Yep. You're nope. going over the stuff that you wrote the night before. You're thinking about life decisions in terms of how many pages should this thing be so I can mm -hmm. get it published in a reasonable amount of time and and you know is this really what I want to say is this imagery too heavy-handed is this imagery not heavy enough and you're just constantly at least I was constantly second-guessing myself you know right. I didn't have right. I had a clear-cut idea of what I wanted overall from the book and when the crash happened all of that changed you know so I had to uh, really start over again, not only in terms of like the content, but also just mentally mm -hmm. that process of preparing yourself to start from the ground up instead of building on something you already had. I'm curious um, because after the crash, because there's the book before the crash, and but then there's the book that's after the crash, which is obviously the book that we have in our hands now. Um, after the crash and you had to you know go through the process of exactly what all right now what exactly is the book going to look like what is it going to be did you find that that you know uh, 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 um, that now your ideas your your vision for the book maybe even was uh, at a tighter focus now because you you know were like Probably, I would imagine when you know it crashed, you probably might have even been up against the gun a little bit, deadline wise as well. So that does that kind of like, like, like make you like sit in and like, all right, 
boom, and just get like laser focus on what you want to do? Uh, yeah, there were definitely some hard decisions I had to make. Mm-hmm. Um, I had finished one whole s- so uh, a short story is defined as a you know collection of words that are no more that are at least fifteen hundred words and no more than five thousand words. So right. you really only have a brief amount of time to tell the story that you want to tell. And usually when authors do short stories, it's a whole bunch of them at once. And I had found before the crash that I had three novel novellas. I had three novelettes uh, instead of three short stories. Gotcha, right. And I was willing to bend the mold at that point because one of them was already done. I had taken uh, the Wonder Gleasons from Octavia City last year and fleshed it out. I had written okay. Octa- I had written Wonder Gleasons for radio, and I wanted. I knew there was more to that world that I couldn't squeeze into this time, so mm-hmm. I gave myself a chance to flesh it out a little bit. That was done, right? Then uh, I had a, a metahuman story that was a little bit more complex in its execution than I thought it would be. So that was taking a little bit longer, but. It was wrapping up, more or less. And then I had this third one, a time travel story, um, that was inspired strictly from my from my her- environment and two people, and I'll, I'll explain that in a little bit. Um, so I had three concrete ideas that may have been a little thicker than they were supposed to be, but they were they were there. They were fleshed out, and, and you know, with the exception of the Wonder Gleasons being done already, the other two were 70 to 85% completed. So I was almost done. And then, boom, the crash happened. So for me to lose all that work and then think about what I'm going to do with these next books, I had other ideas that I battled with incorporating into this first volume as kind of like little short throwaway stories. Um, Or maybe this one could have a horror theme to it, so maybe I should make that wait till the second volume Mm -hmm. or or what. Um, But it ended up being that those those other ones that I were just going to squeeze in ended up being the book itself in this in this printing just because they had the right uh pacing mm-hmm. um and the right tonality overall for for what i wanted to do the first thing out the gate um and like i said it forces you to you make some hard decisions with yourself and and with you know the overall project the quality of the project am i trying to keep this paragraph in here because i slaved over it and labored over it and i think it looks good and it sounds great or do i want to keep this paragraph in here because it forwards the story so right. you know when, you, when you're self-editing as well as self-publishing, you, you're wearing a lot of different hats at once, and you really have to challenge what is art and what is ego. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Very true. And now we have it here, ladies and gentlemen, Speculative Philadelphia. Um, I guess write in what you know. Set it in Philadelphia there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, is it, to, is it Philadelphia today? Is this like a, a futuristic Philadelphia or a past Philadelphia? It's a little bit of all of those things. Um, It's what Philly could be, um, given any number of different circumstances. Okay. Um, I feel like Philadelphia as a place, as a culture, uh, is a very unique influence in people's lives. You can always tell people from Philly because of just, we just have a thing about us. And Mm. I, I feel like that... Uh, embodies more than just a, a setting. I feel like that can be a character as well. Okay, cool. All right. So we, you know, you know how we do here on Octavia City, ladies and gentlemen. We like to give you a little taste of 
of what we are presenting, but uh, people are chiming in left and right here. Dante, Dante got used to the mic now, ladies and gentlemen. I see. That's what it is. Dante is like, you, you, you told me I could talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the big question is, everybody wants to know where can they get the book? Um, Hit me up. And I will have to ship it to you old-fashioned style because I don't have a, a site or anything anywhere. So hit me up. Um, at, just do it to the Tribbles, blacktribbles at gmail.com. Well, if you, wa- if you want, I mean, and they can email at, at blacktribbles.com yeah. their information if, if they like, if you want to do it that way. Or if you want, we can certainly um, go through. It won't be there today, but by the weekend, we can get this added to the website in our swag store. People can buy it that way. Yeah. Oh. Well, yes, let's do that, too. <laughs> okay. I like that. Okay. All right. I like that. I I, uh, I wouldn't put it in the swag store just yet because it's a limited supply. It's a limited supply. So, do, so you get it get it while it's hot. First serve. Oh. That's right. Before sell out. All right. We'll talk about that. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but for now, email. One, look, one. look, supply and demand. But it's a, okay, it's a sold right. out. You know what I mean? Hotcakes. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> Avengers tickets, kidney. Book, liver. <laughs> but you also get the Franklin Institute it's a whole day of fun that you will never forget yes. this book will change your life though. as you expire like a liver alright so let's um, just saying let me try where are your priorities civil nation are you not entertained there's no why you got to pay for it priority it's not always cash pay the iron price all right, so we want to give people a little taste of what they're, uh, what they're getting here. So we're going to give you a little taste of Speculative Philadelphia, Volume 1, by Kennedy Allen, a.k.a. Storm Tribble, a.k.a. Mjolnir Tribble. So, so what story are we uh, going to uh, hear this evening? Uh, we're going to read The Child. Um, I'm thinking about maybe... I don't have that one. Oh, I found it. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> Just because the others are, can be a little... Um... Well, we'll see how the first one goes. And if we have time, we might be able to do the second one. All right, so are we doing like just one person? Are we doing like a paragraph a person? Or how are we going to do well, it? Is there characters? Be, well, there's not characters. So oh, I, I okay. believe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just all right. I just want to know. I know. You like reading. But what are you doing? I think. You, you, you can read, Eric, since you're asking. Okay, I'll just read the first paragraph. And oh. then somebody else can jump in. And we'll do it like together. I'm chilling. You got this. <laughs> got I don't want to say no because it's so cute. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I don't want to go over. round robin. I, I mean, I it's up know. to Kennedy. It's Kennedy's I'm, book. I'm chilling. Whatever you want to do, I'll do it. How, how, how do you want to do this, Kennedy? Direct me, author. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Len, you go first. <coughs> okay. It's, so, are we going to go take a paragraph at a time, or how you want to do it? Yeah, I'm going to have Len go first, and then, oh jeez, I don't see. It doesn't read like that. Just, just start. Just start, Len. She'll tell you when to stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you don't want to set the tone by reading the first paragraph. Okay, I guess I'm reading the first paragraph. <laughs> she liked your tone, do but you, whatever. Do you? When I initially read. The file on the case that would change my career, it seemed like just like any other. 
a routine example of the ineptitudes of a failing post-war system. I saw dozens of similar cases every day, most of them containing more bureaucratic errors than actual humanitarian issues, thereby wasting my social work PhD. In this particular instance, two young working-class parents were trying to dig their way out of a housing crisis. Their young daughter, not, a, not yet a year old, was found neglected at a relative's house. This report tossed them into a complex system of welfare management, and their case found its way into my inbox. I met with the parents, both collectively and individually. It was clear to me after these meetings that these two were anything but negligent. The blame rested solely on the relative they had trusted with their daughter's well-being while they pulled extra shifts on the weekend in question. Before they left my office, the mother made sure to take me aside, asking her boyfriend to discharge the baby and take her to the car. He shot her a look before nodding and shut the door silently behind him. There's something you should know about Artensa, the mother said gravely. I gestured for her to sit, but she shook her head in refusal. She's special. Yes, I saw her reports. I smiled at the young woman. She's extremely bright for her age. No, you don't understand. The girl reached out and clutched my arm, her cold fingers digging into my skin. Artensa is different. She's... She bit her lower lip and blinked back tears. Artensa has those powers the government be talking about. I don't thought they were just trying to scare black people with all that, but my daughter... The young woman did cry then, shoulders heaving as the tears streamed down her face. I sat her down and handed her some tissues as she collected herself. I know this is difficult, I began gently, wondering if the cameras in the room were working today, but this is a conversation we need to have unmonitored. Let me walk you to your car. As we walked into the parking lot, I watched as the father put the baby in her car seat. I could hear her innocent peals of laughter, even from so far away. The closer we got, I could feel sudden tremors spring to life underfoot. Waves of intense pressure ebbed and flowed against my chest as the baby giggled on, and the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I looked at the mother, and she shot me a knowing smile as we got to the car. I peered into the window, and as this dazzlingly beautiful child looked back at me, the tremor stopped. The waves subsided, and my heart leapt into my throat. The bioweapons used during the War of 2020 had nearly decimated humanity. 25 years later, as the species tried to heal in the conditions we put upon ourselves, certain genetic anomalies were beginning to surface. During my time in academia, I read countless scientific essays predicting the types of mutations to be expected in post-war generations. No matter where these papers were published and no matter who published them, they all spoke of the possibility of a specific mutation that would grant the individual abilities never before seen from human specimens. In addition to various cognitive and psychic capabilities, the child possessing these abilities would, could be identified by their skin tone, a particularly ruddy shade of chestnut that radiated from within. Three cases matching this description had been reported in the past. While each of these cases came from a different part of the world, while each case came from a different part of the world, South India, Aboriginal Australia, and East Benin, each of those three children mysteriously disappeared following the discovery of their powers. 
When I looked upon sweet little Artensa, I felt her probing my mind, reading my thoughts and memories as I stood there, distracted by her beauty. You have a beautiful child, I spoke then, startling the parents. I'd like to work with her until we can find a suitable child care for her. Wait, the father spoke then, his booming voice trembling uncharacteristically. We just put a deposit on a daycare spot. Should we... I'll take care of it, I smiled at him. Artensa is entirely too special to be schooled with other children. They looked at each other, and as they quietly began, as they quietly talked it over, I stole another glance at the baby. She looked through me, gazing through, gazing deep into my soul as she chewed on her pacifier. Her large, rich mahogany eyes sparkled vibrantly while she made up her mind about me. I crossed my eyes and stuck out my tongue to break the ice, and she erupted into laughter. Her brilliant smile burst like sunrise across her face as her bubbling giggles caused the ground to buckle beneath our feet. The tremble rolled out in a radius, setting off a few nearby car alarms in the process. The baby giggled again and clapped her hands, and her parents stared at me. She never smiles for anyone but us, her mother said. I smiled and exhaled with relief. That's good to hear. Let's start on Monday. That was the child. Nicely done. Thank you. I like it. Oh man, we only got till twenty twenty. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we mean that was the child. That was the child. How you just going to build the world up, the little Artensa, and her blinking and a, and a sunrise smile, and now and now you just and just say the end. What? What? <laughs> And now she's going to be to school with the social worker who's going to, like, train her personally under her wing and educate her. Well, I don't see that in the book. I just see <laughs> I see the end of the story. You got to imagine that part. Tired. Coming soon, the Artensa Chronicles. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I'm Which so ready. Which is to say, get on it. Okay. I'm Why are you here? <laughs> Why you ain't right now? throw a pen at her. Get to work. Okay, it's a real got a little light on it it's too. A nice pen. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's got a stylus and anything. Oh, yeah. oh, that is nice. Okay, get to work. Oh, this is. Oh. Here's what I'm going to say about uh, about your story, that and for people who, I mean, like, yes, it's a, you know, if you know Kennedy, she's a very creative person, so it's not hard. And this is certainly not her, the first time any of her writing has been here on uh, Octavia City. Um, but you know, this is this is her first book, so you know it's to be praised as as her first book. You know, job well done. Um, here's what I'm going to say about that story that was expertly done, and what a lot of first time authors um, don't do is that instead of trying to, because you know you know in your mind what this world is, what it looks like, what our t- where our tensa is. And instead of trying to create that right from the jump, you bring us into this very tender one-on-one moment between between these human beings and then build the world and build the wor- world through just their interaction and then create the imagery outwardly in the next part where you start talking about walking in a parking lot and and you know talking about 
you know, how the whole idea of these powers came about and everything like that. The per- the reader is already hooked in, so now you just you just you reel them in and give them just a little bit more information, and so they're like just eating it like um, 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 um. it's like that's expertly done, and and a lot of first time authors don't know how to pull that off, and you pulled that off in what maybe three or four or five pages on here, so expertly done, well done. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. We could probably squeeze in the other one. So real quick, um, you got a couple. It really got good to Dante. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Melissa Gum said, uh, "Put me, put my name down for a copy of the book." Uh, That'll be an R. (laughs) 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 Uh, Duke Harmon said, "It won't be limited after you sell this batch and re-up for more, and then sell more books." See, see, that's what Uh, you got a two. Emoji clap from Liz Wilkerson. Yay! James Bolger said, beautiful book. And then Liz said, I must read on. Yes. See? See? Dope. Take it down, take it down, take it down. Thank you. Was there anything, was there any, um, anything special that inspired the, uh, the child, that story? Artists. I knew it. I knew that's why I wanted yeah. to. Artist is and and who is artist? Artist is my youngest niece. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a little powerhouse. This little girl is so powerful. Um, without doing anything, just kind of sitting and watching how people. I spent a lot of time with her this past summer, and just seeing how people would react to her was so remarkable because I, you know, it's not my first baby, right? Not the first time I've babysat a young child before, certainly. Um, but people would double take when they'd look at her and, and it was just it was just a different thing and she would always carry it like she was used to being adored by people, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it was very interesting to see how people outside of the family and outside of my friends would react to this this kid who I was pretty partial towards, you know of what course, I mean? A little right. biased, mm. obvi. Yeah. Um, but to see other people react to her like that as well is really, I think, um, something profound. I figured, why not? And, with that. and make sure we, we get it out here because you have it here right on the first page of your book that this book is for my nieces, Dominique, Zoe, and Artis. So you show love to all of them. Yep. Three, three very special young ladies in your life. Whom you are a shining, shining uh, a hero to, I can well imagine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, Get ready for a field trip. You know what I mean? Field trip. Feel. A field trip. Oh, oh I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> to your emotions. Oh, no. <laughs> I just got out of those mm. this weekend. <laughs> You're listening to WPPMLP Philadelphia, the Black Tribbles, nestled in storm confines of Octavia City, ladies and gentlemen, having a good time. We are shining the spotlight on our very own storm tribble, Kennedy Allen, her first book, Speculative Philadelphia by Kennedy Allen. Look at this picture, ladies and gentlemen. Look at her. Look at her, looking all, looking lovely, fabulous. Uh, yes. Ha- hashtag bathroom selfie. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 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 Hey, she just look, look good. You look good. 
Look gorgeous on there, you know, uh, and it and it's her first book, and it can be yours, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you know, the the uncanny trouble is not here to do her her uh, suggested reading, but we've got suggested reading for you, ladies and gentlemen. So all you have to do is email us, email us at blacktribbles at gmail dot com. And put in speculative Philadelphia in the subject line. First email we get, boom, it's yours. There you go. It's an easy way to get, grab a hold of this fantastic book just for you. It's volume one, so there's more to come. This is this is just this is this is just a sampler, a taste of what the storm trouble has come. It's a poo poo platter. <laughs> Just wanted to say poo poo platter. Poo poo platter is, is pretty darn good. I love poo poo platters. Primarily because they're not made of poo poo. Thank God. Yeah, that's that's actually a good thing. Yeah. But, uh, Do you know poo poo platter is actually pronounced poo poo? Poo poo P U apostrophe U P U apostrophe U. Did not know that. Yeah, it's nope. a Hawaiian term meaning a sample platter. Oh, poo poo. Then why do they spell it P-U-P-U on the Chinese menu? Appropriation. Okay. I was just asking. I didn't know. So I thought they did it, but I guess I'm, I'm wrong. I, don't, I'm, I just eat it. <laughs> Stay in my lane and just order. Like, yeah, I'll take that. Thank you. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, that's all. You get them on ski with and it's delicious. All right. So um, I think it's it's already top of the hour. Yep. Oh man! Wow, the top of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, it get it, it comes so quickly. Sometimes we are not even ready for it, but the top of the hour is here, ladies and gentlemen. And if you know me, you know what that means. I hope you know how very lucky you are to know me, since I'm so incredibly incredible. Geek history. Beep, 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 beep. What up? What up? It's your girl Shaira coming to you live with some nerd stuff. Yeah. April fourteenth, nineteen eighty-one. The first test flight of the first operational space shuttle, the Columbia, and successfully as the orbiter lands at Edwards Air Force Base in CA. That's Cali, not Canada. Yeah. Yeah. April sixteenth. 1977, on the same day at the first annual West Coast Computer Fair, both Apple II and Commodore PET 2001, personally, computers are introduced. Yes, right. You heard it first, both at the same time. Ironically, Commodore had previously rejected purchasing Apple II from Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, womp womp, deciding to build their own computers both computers use the same processor, though, the MOS6502, but both companies had two different design strategies, and it showed on this day. Some of y'all only use the MOS6502, and it shows. April 17th, 1967, the Spacecraft Survivor Surveyor 3 is launched from Cape Kennedy, Florida. It is the second U.S. spacecraft to make a soft landing on the moon. The Surveyor 2 crash-landed. Yeah, I mean, we don't talk about him, though. It's, I mean, it just happened. Um, where it will study the lunar surface and send more than 6,300 pictures back to Earth. Earth, 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 Earth. 
On April 18, 1977, Alex Haley, the author of Roots, was given the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. Over, I don't know. April 19th. <laughs> In 1837, Cheney University was founded. HBCU. On April 20th, Harriet Tubman started the Underground Railroad in 1853, and the rest of his off. R-U-N-N-O-F-T. <laughs> uh, this uh, copy, this edition of This Week in Geek History, brought to you by the great Philadelphia Comic Con, slowly but surely becoming the most lit thing ever. Nice. Back to you, pew, 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 Patrible. Nice, nice. Thank you very much, uh, Shaira, uh, for that rousing report. Um, thank you very much. Um, hey, just a little bit of geek history that actually happened this week because it was reported on Variety.com on April 16th that Netflix has picked up its first animated series from Africa, Mama K's Team 4, um, produced by South African award-winning Tigerfish Animation Studios and British Kids production company Cake. The series follows. Oh, how did that happen? Just everything got lost there. The series follows four teenage girls living in a futuristic version of Lusaka, Zambia, who are recruited by a retired secret agent to save the world. It was created by writer Malenga Muladima, who in two. 2015 was one of eight winners of the Tigerfish Story Lab, a Pan-African talent search, backed by the Cape Town-based animation studio and Walt Disney. The series is designed by Cameroon artist Malcolm Wope. This is uh, pretty dope. Mama K's Team 4, four black girls doing bad things. That looks pretty dope, and Netflix has picked it up. Sweet. So, geek history all over the place. Add that to the list. Kennedy dropping books, Netflix dropping dropping series. Next thing you know, they're going to call Kennedy for a series. The Child going to be a series. That'd be lit. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be called Kennedy's Child. I heard Netflix don't know no, so all we got to do is pitch them. Word. <laughs> Word for real. This yeah. is no thing you speak of. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're just throwing Yo, I had this script. idea about a dude with one foot and um that's all. With the heart of gold. Here you go. Half kick. We'll do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I, he just has one foot. That's fine. Here you go. Half or hide kick. Because <laughs> he's like he's hiding one foot. I haven't, I haven't really come up with the rest of the story. Here. <laughs> Here. Think money. of it now. <laughs> do it as you go. Okay. Get some money in a pen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here in Octavia City. We are shining the spotlight on uh, Kennedy Allen, Storm Tribble's very own first book, Speculative Philadelphia, that is out there in the world of Afrofuturism. And we just read a, a great story from it, The Child, which is, is pretty dope. Uh, let me ask you, Kennedy, because, you know, we've talked to many authors on here. It's our first time. You know, we'll, we'll treat you like, you know, one of those authors. <laughs> Um, do you remember the first time that you were introduced to Afrofuturism? Um, the, the 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 name for it or the concept? The concept. The concept would have to be Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, I, I think 
Afrofuturism can be defined as, you know, black folks in the future defining that future for themselves and existing in that space um, unapologetically. And uh, seeing Uhura on that bridge, seeing Jordy on that bridge, seeing Worf on that bridge uh, showed me that, you know, I, I could see myself in the future and that it makes sense for me to be there. Yeah. Um, and it was such a an early concept for me that, you know, when, when we determined that there is a thing called Afrofuturism and that there are groups of people who, you know, don't feel that they're being represented in that way or aren't introduced to the same things that, that we know of, it's just like, what? How do you not? It's For me, it's far not to have an idea of what black blackness means in the future right um so you know i've always kind of been cognizant of it but uh you know there you see some tropes right you don't always see black women portrayed in ways that are realistic or that are relatable or um or complex in any way they tend to be a little you know two trick pony ish Mm -hmm. um so you know i i'm always like seeking out that type of representation even if the movie's bad like if there's a black woman in it and the role is meatier than what i'm used to you know i'll add that to the, my repertoire supernova being one of them oh uh, yeah not the greatest movie no but angela bassett was incredible in that and it was such a well-rounded character that wasn't you know very mm-hmm, and mama done burnt these space biscuits mm-hmm. um <laughs> You know, she was <laughs> <laughs> space biscuits got burned again. Mm-mm. Oh boy! Um, this will be the name of my new album. Space, space, biscuits. space biscuits. Space biscuits. No, Mama done burnt these. Mama done space burnt biscuits. these. Mama done burnt these in parentheses. Space, space biscuits. biscuits. <laughs> um, so you know, not the greatest movie, but I'll, I'll watch it just to see myself. I can dig it. I was actually trying to. I had asked myself that question when did the first time that I found Afrofuturism, you know, and thinking back about it, honestly, when I watched Star Trek, like your horror just stood out to me, but I don't, it, for some reason it didn't, it didn't really, she didn't really like hit in my head. I honestly think the first time that I really like, like, oh, this is, you know, oh, this is like future. So this is stuff like I've never seen is um, Parliament Funkadelic because Parliament Funkadelic, their album covers, if you open them up, were literally like an, a graphic novel in and to itself right inside with, with like these real tiny little cartoons and stuff. And all of the members of the band being depicted in some way, shape or form as some type of like superhero iconography you know now mind you and they and, and they had like crazy world bending concepts very futuristic very high tech very fantasy influenced and everything very adult um, which is why I looked long and hard at it lots of nips yes lots of nips lots of nips um, but even with that I could still appreciate like there was one Randy may remember this album because I can't I can't remember exactly which album was but there was one that literally when you opened it up it was a pop up book wow oh. the album was oh. a pop up book and like it was like like every there were black people but they were also 
um, mermen and mermaid, yeah. oh, and they God, were going in and breaking. out of like this, like this, like underwater castle. I was like, oh my, wow! It was yeah, it was Aqua Boogie. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was Aqua Boogie. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, it was it was, and and that was like yeah, like really hit me like, hey, wait a minute, they're black. You know, because I was used to seeing like Mira and Aquaman, and mm-hmm. like that was still that was still a white woman. No, this is this is a brother down there, and like, and is is Afro not getting all nappy or anything like that? And he, you know, his natural still on point. I'm like, yo, and 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 it was from there. Then I could I connected with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and mm-hmm. what they were talking about, and that's through them I found Sun Ra, and. It's actually music is what got me in touch with really Afrofuturism. You know what I mean? Uh, so it, it, it's it's funny where where it hits you. You know? Oh, sorry. I, I, there was um, I want to say so I guess I was twenty, so almost fifteen years ago. I, I found an album from a group called uh, uh, um, uh, Zap Mama. Oh yeah, Zap Mama, yeah. And it was the uh, like best of album essentially. It was a mm-hmm. bunch of, you know, it was a combination album. And the cover art was black people in all their blackness in this really futuristic setting. And it looked like the way Wakanda looked in the movie. Right. But just seeing that, you know, was really impactful for me too. The music wasn't necessarily Afrofuturistic. They did some really cutting edge stuff with their voices, right? So that probably made it feel a little futuristic in some way. Right, right. Definitely Afro because of you yeah. know, their origins. Um, but, you know, seeing that was really uh, impactful for me because, you know, you don't see us. Whenever you see, like, uh, space settings or, or uh, underwater settings or any type of fantastical crew and there's a group of people assembled who might have one black person definitely just one never two never mostly black with a couple of other people here and there it's always one black person and depending on what type of crew it is what the mission is it's always a guy and he's always huge and he's the muscle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it is a woman you know she's very like edgy and very strong black lady type thing which is yeah. fine but it's also not realistic because you know black women have all the emotions not just the the strength that society has forced us to forge and so do black men you know right. they're not always the muscle yeah you know so it's it, it's where where how would he you know what you see and it's beautiful that we have authors and directors and writers and creatives out mm-hmm. there you know just you know shattering all of those myths and those stereotypes mm-hmm. and actually have been doing it for years it's just that you know the over the last 15, 20, 25 years, it gotten more and more prominence. Yeah. Coming to the it's, forefront. It's really important to see, too. Like, people all, sometimes folks can be like, I don't understand why it's always got to be a black people thing. Why can't you just, you know what I mean? And we're like, yo, because when you come from a place of lack, mm-hmm. you can't ever have abundance until it's equal. So if we're all, you know, in the, in the red right now in terms of representation, even with, you know, us being in the, in the year of our Lord T'Challa 2019 like that's still one year removed from this so you know that's that's one year out of however long black people have been oppressed in this country that we need to see more of ourselves so even just the littlest things matter um yeah uh, as a matter of fact um 
I wanted to shout out, uh, speaking about that, I don't know if you're aware of this, Kennedy, um, that in the world of Star Trek, that they are they're doing a new series, you know, with Captain Picard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the uh, the showrunner of that series is actually a black woman. I know. And her name? I don't know. Okay. I was hoping but she's black. I know she's black. I know she and she's a direct she's been a director on um, Star Trek Discovery. Um, she's a, directing and actually a producer on there as well. I want to say her last name is Cole Pepper, um, but I, I I may be getting that wrong and I apologize. I'm going to look her up real quick if you will just bear with me everybody and I will why are you doing oh, that? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Why are you doing that? Hanel Culpepper. There you go. There Makes you go. Trek history directing the uh, Picard series. There, Hanel Culpepper. Boom. Nice. nice. Booyah. All right. I've done that. Go. Uh, <laughs> speaking of representation, um, just want to make sure people are aware of and keeping an eye and ear and uh, everything else open for Brandon Peterson and Carrie Randolph's new book that's coming out on May 8th called Excellence. Uh, It's a story about a society of black magicians that have been like sort of protecting people all over the world for centuries um, to make sure that they were able to fill their own destinies. And uh, the the newest inductee uh, like rebels against his father because he's like, well, wait, why have we been doing this for everybody else and not for ourselves kind of thing? Um, and it comes out May eighth, and new comic book series, new comic series uh, by Image, just called Excellence, and it looks amazing. It looks really, really dope. So, and you got a you got an excellent uh, writer in this, and uh, Brandon Peterson, Brandon Peterson, aka Tribble, called Quest. That's Brandon Easton. Oh, Brandon Easton. I'm sorry, wrong Brandon. Sorry, Brandon Easton. <laughs> Brandon Don't. Peterson was like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but meanwhile, Easton is going to at me like a mug. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. Um, so, yeah, if, if, we, if we're if we're going to be out here talking representation, make sure you represent for that book because it looks amazing. It does it look. I've, really, I've seen really like some out of, some of the art from it. And it yeah, it Carrie really Randolph cool. did the art on that, and it looks magnificent. I've been eagerly awaiting that book to hit. All right, um, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. We're going to take a pause for the cause, ladies and gentlemen, and then we'll be back here in Octavia City on Black Tribbles, on WPPM, 106.5 FM, streaming live and direct on phillycam.org slash listen. We got movie passes. We got movie passes, people. Don't know about for one kidney. It's not Small one kidney. Sum. All you have to do, don't do that because now that's why people are not calling. They think okay, it's oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> They're like, I need my liver. <laughs> They're like, what is going on? Uh, all you have to do is call 215 923 9776 923 WPPM and call in and you can win these passes. All you have to do is answer a Marvel Cinematic Universe trivia question. Dante is sidled back up to the to the microphone. Before we go, before you go to break off, so just a couple things. Don Keel's like, mm, space biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don. We miss you, Don. Haven't heard from you from a while. Glad to hear from you, bro. 
Um, and Dan Dinkins said, uh, what you're referring to about the album, he said Earth, Wind & Fire also, but you did mention that. Um, Sean Herring said, uh, have Emac and Dante do the Cinescape Trivia Challenge promo. Can't wait to see you guys next weekend. Um, and that was it. Okay. I All right. That. Cool. Thank you. All right. You didn't have to read the one about like, yeah. Well, can y'all promo? Yes, we're going to promo <laughs> Sean. Yes. Sean. Yes, we're going to promote it, Sean. He's like, yo, get the word out. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I haven't forgotten, Sean. Let's play some music <laughs> and, and, and teach Dante about. Keep Dante from the microphone. <laughs> we'll be back here on Black Troubles in Octavia City in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stay tuned.
living that good life with Jacqueline Constance, ladies and gentlemen, with Antoine Davis. We play only Philly music here on Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen. Philly music, Philly artists all the time. And that's the beautiful, fantastic Jacqueline Constance with The Good Life. Longtime fans of the Tribbles recognize Jacqueline as the uh creator of the theme music for our TV show, Tribbles After Dark. That's right, y'all. We on TV, too. That's right. Tribbles After Dark. Uh, we actually had a new episode that went up this month, which is our burlesque show. Yeah. And I believe has I that, hit, that was coming. Uh, has that hit YouTube yet, Isaiah? Unfortunately, not quite yet, but should by the end of the weekend. All right, so that'll be hitting up by the end of the weekend because you, look, you can check it out if you've got Roku. Go to Philly Cam. You can look up Triples After Dark. You can see it there. All of our episodes. The Burlesque Show is not to be missed. Sophie Secure is in that joint. Uh, Tim Marie is in that joint. Uh, Stephanie Ray is in that joint. Uh, the Uncanny Triple is in that joint. Uh, but you ain't seen nothing because. The sexy come out at night when mm. E Mac, the Ew. master triple, shows you how burlesque is supposed to be done. Oh, cr- hey, you all <laughs> can do it. You put your mind to it and your back into it. And you put your whole back into that. No, Yo. No, no, he definitely did. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that. that oh, I know. I'm, and I'm not in with Yes. Yes. What? You didn't like him doing that? No, yeah, I don't he's, mind that. He's he's can do, you can do that all day. You can do that all day. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about that little noise he just made. Yeah, he's talking about the Cardi at the Cardi B. You mean you mean the noise that was originated from queer culture that she appropriated? Yeah. So Don't if it's care. if it if it's her that bothers you about it, it's not really hers. Yeah. So it's fine. Don't care. No, he just because it's a. It's just annoying. Why you? Maybe it's that. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a get off my lawn episode. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, so uh, look for our burlesque episode of Triples After Dark coming your way. Uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be insane, ladies and gentlemen. And hey, I think the Tribbles got something coming up that we're going to be doing in conjunction with Cinescape. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Cinescape. Wow. <laughs> nah, the Cinescape with eyes, they're at it again, hosting another trivia challenge and tournament. Uh, so next week, uh, next Sunday, April 28th, the Black Tribbles, it will be Emac, our Master Tribble, and our Intern Tribble, Dante, will be representing the Black Tribbles. And 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 I'll be there, too. Oh, you? Okay. And I'll be there, too. the Headmaster himself, the Bat Tribble, coming through. And be at the new location for the Cinescape guys over in Hapro, coming through for tag team. They're coming for the strap. They're going to win the challenge. As simple as that. And uh, we'll do a promo soon. All right, Cinescape, we got y'all. Don't worry. See you April 28th. It's a tag match date. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that uh, because um, we went in there uh, guns a-blazing last year, and uh, we were humbled. Barely. Yeah, but that was last year. This is now, though. Like, y'all going to come through and win. Like, like, we we ain't talking about that old stuff. Like, we winning. All right, y'all bringing it home. Isaiah's going to take everybody's kneecaps. All right. Yeah. Look at his face. Look at his face. We're getting belts. Either we win 
I'm fire. adding to my collection. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's the only reason. Like, remember, because last year I yep. said I would buy belts, but then we didn't win, so I was like, I ain't buying belts. <laughs> <laughs> no, we getting belts this year. Getting, belts. Let it be known. World renowned. Black triples. We champs. Yeah, but we gonna get if we win this year, we getting belts. Yeah, okay now. <laughs> we get belts. They gonna be like, what happened to yeah, last year's belts? Oh, that's last year. That's old. What dude. you break? Uh, I can't. Why, hear. Why, why are you breaking up old stuff? What? <laughs> right, we earned it this year. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here in Octavia City celebrating speculative Philadelphia. The debut book of Afrofuturistic Tales by our very own Storm Triple, Kennedy Allen. Um, we have another to wet your whistle, ladies and gentlemen, about this great book. We want to give you just a taste. It's another little, 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 little taste. From her book, um, we have a story, Best Friends, if I am, am, am correct. What, what, what was the, uh, what's the, the backstory on Best Friends, Kennedy? I kind of want to save that for after you read it. Oh, mm. okay. Mm. All right, well, I'm only going to give people a taste. Yes, just a little bit. I want you to wet their whistle. Wet their whistle? Okay, so now I want to make sure that I, because I, I'm, I'm seeing names in here. I want to make sure I'm getting the names right. So there's uh, Kiana. Mm-hmm. And there is a Naziel. Yes. Naziel. All right, cool. All right. Best Friends, ladies and gentlemen, by Kennedy Allen. The bell rang. Kiana Richardson waited until her classmates left before approaching her teacher's desk. She was talking to the principal, a shrewd man with a clear disdain for the mage population of students in the school. Kiana tried not to eavesdrop and cleared her throat twice before they looked at her. Her teacher, the ancient Mrs. Hackett, noticed she was waiting and blinked at her through impossibly thick eyes. Yes. Like the other human presenting mage children, Kiana learned how to switch her code of conduct depending on the company she was in. While her petite size betrayed her, Kiana was much more than an ordinary brown-skinned teenage girl with thick, dark, coily hair. She came from a long line of powerful, magic-wielding people with roots originating in West Africa, and that eventually landed in the Caribbean. Her parents settled in the heart of the Afro-mage community at 45th and Fairmount to hide in plain sight with her and her younger sisters. Learning early on in life how to conceal her abilities, she put those skills to work even now and pretended to flush under the adult's steely gaze. I can take Naziel his homework, she said timidly. We walk home together, but he's been taking care of his sick grandma while his mom is at work. Mrs. Hackett stared at the teenager as she stood sheepishly before her. Do you have someone to go with you? Kiana shook her head and looked at her shoes. Principal Rodriguez spoke to her then. Have you been to Naziel's house before? Kiana hesitated before lying. Yes, and decided quickly to follow up with the truth for balance. He's my best friend. Principal Rodriguez smiled and capped a hand on Kiana's shoulder. This is what I love about human children peril. Selflessness. He gave her shoulder a squeeze and left the room, his noxious cologne lingering behind him. Mrs. Hackett handed her student a folder full of the week's classwork. This is so kind of you, Kiana. I hope Naziel realizes how lucky he is to have a human friend like you. 
I can't think of anyone who would volunteer to go into M23 alone after the onslaught. Kiana smiled tersely, stuffed the folder into her bag, and left without another word. Kiana kicked every rock that sat in her path on her way from school to M23 apartments. With the previous human population relocated into new housing projects a few blocks away, the vacant buildings had fallen into decay until the mage population started moving in. Before long, the Westview Apartments complex was renamed Mage 23. Suddenly, the human populace was extremely interested in the magic demographic thriving in the city. By pooling their magic, the community of M23 developed a self-sustaining system in which they could not only provide tenants shelter, but also feature job training, child and elder care, as well as community gardens to grow food that had been unattainable in human grocery stores. The community had made local news, which unfortunately drew the attention of the mage criminal underworld. A gang of mage folk consisting of a cross-section of species had banded together to wage a class war, calling both themselves and their movement the onslaught. Their initial neighbors pushed them out of the Francisville neighborhood in North Philly and across the river. The community of M23 didn't stand a chance in the siege. Residents like Naziel and his family were quietly forced to stay inside their apartments for fear of attacks from their own people in the halls and on the grounds. Kiana climbed the dirt path and carefully squeezed herself between broken links in the chain fence at the perimeter. She clutched the crystal in her left pocket as she passed the guard station, feeling the eyes of the men inside on her body as she walked trying desperately not to stare at the people who were blatantly staring at her. Kiana regretted the fact that she didn't think to change out of her uniform. As she walked, she recognized a few of the underfay tribes and the unmistakable smell of the blood orcs. And she knew not to hold the gaze of the albino tunnel trolls that were leering at her. Other than that, Kiana could only identify a handful of races in the groups she saw milling about the courtyard. Clutching her bag, she took a deep breath and stepped inside Naziel's building. Darkness fell over her in an instant. The air was stale, the stench of rotten eggs rolling over Kiana like a heavy blanket. Recognizing the scent of brimstone and hellfire, she gagged and wrapped her scarf around the lower half of her face before she could focus on the hallway ahead. As she blinked back tears welling in her eyes, Kiana noticed the thick, glowing carpet of magenta fog lingering at her ankles. Suppressing a shiver, she strode quickly to the faded building map. Out of 23 floors, Nazio and his family lived on the 18th. Kiana located the closest elevator and peered down the hall for it. The darkness somehow got thicker as the hall went on till she recognized two tiny glowing arrows hovering near the ceiling. Watch it now, girl. Kiana nearly leapt out of her skin as an elderly elf hissed at her. She stepped aside to let the old man slink by, his shriveled, pasty, lavender skin glowing in the faint light. His bright green eyes burned with hatred as he looked her up and down. As he dotted away, his cane left cadaverous thuds to echo in the hum of the silent hallway, barely hiding the slurs he muttered under his breath. 
gathering her wits, Kiana moved quietly to the elevator. That's it for now. That's just taste, ladies. I don't want taste. you to read that too, because this week start getting good. I want the people. I'll, I'll write a book. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you just can't get this away. That's you, true. You ain't giving that away. Oh, that's good. You like that? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh. I like that whole like you know like that that like kind of like like uh, projects life in that joint and it's still like with the magic and the and the M twenty three you know maze twenty I mean oh, this is this is nice this Under is fade. blood orcs and all kinds of stuff and and, like and, 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 and yeah, albino tunnel trolls <laughs> yeah albino tunnel trolls I mean like what and, and racist elves I mean this is. <laughs> This is, rain, aren't they all racist? Thank you. Yeah, true say. story. Yeah. Ain't this Philadelphia? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. ain't nothing speculative about this. I mean, like, yo, this is this is really good. Thanks. I've seen a couple of those albino tunnel trolls actually right over by your new spot. Oh yeah. Right over there. And then. That's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> you better live Jimmy alone. <laughs> Look, man. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, a friend of the family told me the story about. Uh, these projects over by my old place mm-hmm. out in West Philly. It's the, I don't know if they're called the Westview Apartments over in 46th and Race or something over there. And uh, she said, this is based on a story that she told me about when she was a kid. Uh, she had gone to school with a girl who lived in those projects and she walked her home from school one day uh, just because they were kind of, you know, neighbors and uh, they had dallied. You know, they didn't come straight home after school. They took their time. They took the long way. And by the time they got to uh, her friend's house, her mom was very upset that they were, you know, so sure. stark out almost. And y'all here dragging feet. And we don't know where you at. And, you know, you need to get home. Right. Um, but she said that her friend's mother wouldn't let her walk her home, not even downstairs. And she said that place was so terrifying because of all the project and criminal activity that was going on in there um, that she just told this riveting story of, of having to take the stairs because the elevator was out and, and all the people that lived in the stairwell and, and how she couldn't really, you know, take her time going down those steps. She had to bolt down those steps because people, she was a kid and, yep. and she is in her uniform with her book bag on and in these PJs by herself and didn't live there. It'd be different if she lived there. Um, but, you know, she's a new kid on the block and looked like she had money because they went to Catholic school. So <laughs> it was kind of, it was a dangerous situation for her. And I was just like, there's, I mean, you hear stories about, you know, housing projects and a lot of them are just stories. A lot of them are, are urban folklore. You know what I mean? Uh, and I always had a hard time believing that it was really that bad in there. Um she was like, "No, girls, really that bad in there." So yeah. I was like, "Well, then let's what's what's a, how we all know it's that bad in there, and it's it's left alone, it's self-contained, it's almost like its own separate community. What if there's stuff going on in there that we don't even know about because nobody goes in?" And that's what got me thinking about what if it was a magical community, mm. um, full of people that were in comparable income brackets, right, uh, with comparable skill sets because they were integrating themselves into a completely different society. Um, and, you know, some of the, the class struggles that would go along 
with that. Right. Um, so that had a lot to do with it. Um, the folks from Move had a lot to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks don't realize they were originally stationed in North Philly until they got yeah. flushed out by Flush their out neighbors yeah. um, and set up shop in West. So yeah, a lot of people don't know that there was there's actually two fantastic like Move events, yeah. confrontations that took yeah. place in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, really, you know, at the end of the day, the people of the onslaught were just looking for equal rights and um, you know justice and, and all that kind of thing and uh, went about it in the wrong way in that they took over this community that was doing all of the things they were supposedly set out to do. Um, and uh, you know some bad influences, some bad eggs got wrapped around in there and, and, and all that stuff. So I, I used that to, to build this building um, and the siege that, that took it. And really, it's just a story of a friend bringing her friend his homework and trying to make sure he doesn't drop out of school. It's dope. It's, it's really cool. I actually, I, and maybe it's just the whole, the setting, the building setting. I'd seen like, uh, I was getting like um, remembrances at least of um, Candyman in there. Because, you know, with that being said in Cabrini Green. Um, but yeah, it's it's very good, very powerful imagery. A little bit of Candyman, a little bit of Judge Dredd. Yeah, you know yeah. when they had to siege, when they had to yep. infiltrate the block. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something to be said about housing projects, especially towers. You know that can be self-sustaining in, in the communities that that can thrive or suffer within these towers. Yeah, yeah, and and it's all about you know what you go in there with, and people like working either against the together or against one another you mm-hmm. know so uh very well do- very well done i'm in and very interested in continuing on reading there. cool um uh uh it's it's pretty it's pretty now i think felt uh, good to hear you read it because i've i've looked at all this stuff so much i can almost not look at it anymore because right. i've read it so so many times every time i thought i had read it enough I was like, let me run it through a fine comb one more time. So I'm, I'm tired of looking at it almost. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? So to hear it from somebody else is really like, oh, <laughs> work is nice. oh okay. I wrote that. All the work paid off. <laughs> yeah. cool. I didn't do it for nothing. I do got skills. All right. Yeah. yeah. That was a whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you on that. So, um, yeah. It, and it read very well. Very, like I said, it's powerful imagery there. So uh, that could be yours, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is email us, first person to email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. I'm talking to you, Facebook Live. I'm talking to you, listening on out there in Radio Land on WPPM. Email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. Put speculative Philadelphia in the subject line. First email we get, boom, this is yours. And, hey, I'm going to give a treat. Uh, Liz, Liz Wilkerson, Elizabeth Wilkerson, because you were so... Um, so great uh, here last week and had books for each and every one of us. Uh, just email us your your information and I'll make sure the copy gets to you. So, so don't worry about that, Liz. One is coming your way. All right. There you go. Um, pretty dope. Pretty dope. So that's cool. All right. You know, we're sitting on six passes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they was like, I need my kidney. I need <laughs> it. Like, I need I, I want to go little... see this, but I All need right. my kidney. How All much right. drinking was you really going to? We're sitting on and, six and passes. Okay. Mm. Here we go. Here we go. I'm about to sweeten the pot. I'm about to sweeten it. it. I'm about to sweeten this pot real quick. Okay. All right. 
Now, Uh-oh. you have to answer a Marvel Cinematic Universe question. That's what you have to do. However, first person to call us and answer this question will get not one, not two. What? Not three. What? Not four. Get not the hell four. out of here. Not five. Stop it. Not you will get Stop all it. six passes. Wow. All six passes all to six. the all April twenty-seventh screening of Avengers Endgame. What happened all Six these, passes. That's, that's six Where passes to the so, talkback. Six passes to the talkback. At the Franklin Institute inside the Marvel World of Superheroes exhibit. These six passes, which each carry a retail value of over $50. Let them know. You will get six of them. And all you have to do is answer one Marvel Cinematic Universe question. Call in. 215-923-WPPM. That's 215-923-9776. Holla. Come get these passes. He said that's, clean sweep. That's, that's you and five triples. I'm Yo, saying. Word. Yeah, you word. can bring us. And multiply anything. Let them triples know. I'm such a fan. Let I'm the know. biggest fan of the ACU. ACU. I want to see everything. But. Where you at, though? Right there, though. Right there. You got an opportunity to get six passes right now. Six of them. It's people, them out here, it's people out here buying these, these tickets on, 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 on eBay for $10,000. Yup. $10,000. You got to answer one question, and ain't none of y'all. Man, look. You about to see me well, in the y'all, y'all better call in, better holler. Holler, look, get these tickets. Y'all don't get them. I'm going to sell them on the street. I'm going to make me $600. Watch. I'm making bank. Watch it, right? <laughs> 60 yeah. grand. Yeah. 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 60 grand. <laughs> boom. eBay, like, boom. Let it be known. Anna Put it in the nation. Watch me. Put it on awesome. Twitter. Y'all, y'all got something. Let it be known. Call them. Let them. Cut them up. Suckers. Tweet at. Oh, Sixers won. All right. Go Sixers. Booyah. Up to one. Yeah, yeah. It's the playoffs. Avengers. Oh, I can't wait. Len, what are we going to do with these piss? I'm not talking again until somebody buys gets these tickets. <laughs> oh, I. Oh, wow. Oh, I. He does. <laughs> Yo, Yo, that did my job. taking that personal. If he that should. mic wasn't on a thing, it would have got dropped. Yup. Yup. He was going to slap it. <laughs> my face. <laughs> like a cat. He's kind of tall. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired of Hand grenade. Existence. Existence. Come on, oh, suckers. The rock is that, right man. One. Somebody? Anybody? Troubles. Anyone? Nobody? Oh. I mean, I know Marvel. I can answer some questions. No, we'll if you go. research questions, I don't want them to go to waste. I can answer questions. I could. I, I forgot. I do have to promote something. Uh, so, uh, next week, <laughs> next week, ladies and gentlemen, um, because this is the last week of Octavia City. Next week, we are continuing. Uh, it's going to be like a whole year-long kind of like series of shows that we do celebrating the games people play. And next week, we are going to be doing a very special on-air role-playing game live here in studio. And we have Gabe, a.k.a. the Horror Triple from the Ghouls Next Door. She's going to come in in and be a very special dungeon master for that cool uh, night. We're going to have uh, my partner, Vince, from the Michelle Mission. 
He is going to be here. He is AKA Jack Tribble. So he is already in the Tribble Nation. Mm-hmm. He will be here to uh, show, improve, and get get his his game on. Uh, we got to reach out to uh, Violet Lavoie. Oh, I already, see- already got the information. Unfortunately, her and her husband cannot make it this time around. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. But with the, there are other people that we want to reach out to. And hey, if you're interested in joining, I bet they're, they're going to come out the woodworks for this. If you're interested <laughs> in joining us, for the uh, role-playing game, uh, just hit us up on the social medias and uh-huh. let us know. Isaiah will be tracking that, and he knows exactly how many slots we have available. Yep, yep. So he, he'll let uh, let you know whether or not you can come in and role-play with the Tribbles. It's going to be Afrofuturistic. It's going to mm-hmm. be role-playing. It's going to be fun. We're going to have dice. We're going to have a good, real good time. I should say they're going to have a good time. Because? I'm not going to be here. Okay. I'm going on vacation. I'm going on a very much needed oh, yeah. week-long trip to, um, I ain't going to tell you where I'm going. I'm just, I'm leaving. I'm out. It's I'm not going to be, be involved. I will not be in hills. Philadelphia. I will, well, I, unfortunately, well, I'm going to sleep on the way there. Okay. But once I get there, I plan to have a huge fun because I'm going to be with my grandson. Okay. I'm going to be with my daughter. I'm going to be with my lady. going to be with her grandson. And I believe my son-in-law, I guess he's got to be there too. So uh, we're going to have a real good time. Wow. No, nah, Calvin knows I love him. Uh, we're going to have a, we're ha- gonna have a good time for a whole week. It's going to be a uh, fantastic time. I can not wait. Long overdue. Yeah, I gotta go, go out tomorrow overdue. and buy me some new sneakers, actually. For buy some new kicks. Yeah, it'll start walking in. Gotta be comfy now. Alright, so now I've done my promotion. Now I'm not talking to somebody to get these tickets. That's um, crazy. Don Kill said he would answer, but he's stuck at work, so he can't call in. That sounds like a personal problem, then. Alright, next. I mean, you gotta call in to get these. It's true. What's up? Hey, I'm sorry, dog. Oh, Triple Nation. You should see the look on disappointed Bat Tribble's face. Look, do y'all really want to disappoint he the Bat? Like, he looked like... He looked sad. Like when your dad caught you doing something you wasn't supposed to do, and mm. you know you wasn't supposed to do it. Mm. Oh, y'all had already had the talk, and then he caught you doing it. Yup. The disappointment's real, Triple Nation. Come on. Call he should in. be happy, because he got the talk in before it happened. So his timing was right. It's like, woo, dodge that bullet. Apparently in. not, because it was still happening. Yeah, right. Didn't work. Mm-mm. Nation, nation, nation. So we might have to revoke some of y'all licenses. I'm Ooh. Just Are you taking away citizenry? That's not fair. You can't be fickle like that. It's not <sighs> like somebody else we know. Okay. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't let, yeah, look, don't. We're not going to do that. All I'm saying is y'all looking kind of suspect right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Where are, these, where are all these fans at? Right? All these, y'all are all hype. Yo. All right. right. Okay. Okay, I got a little bit. I got a little bit of news. (laughs) I got a little bit of news. From might be helpful. From 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 a helpful soul. From a helpful soul. Thank you, helpful soul. Ricky from uh, Silver Alert here on on WPPM. Uh, Hit me up Tuesdays on 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 WPPM Philly Cam. Ricky Paul hit me up uh, and let me know that the phone's not working. So. I'm so, uh, so you got all these people mad as quick right pump now. Your, pump, pump your beard. I'm, right now, ask, listen. I'm, asking, I'm, asking, <laughs> I'm out here. I'm asking. I'm asking. So we got to change well, it up. We, we, friend, we don't have friend. time. For so we, we got a crowd out in the street right now <laughs> banging on the door. Because they like, uh-uh, uh-uh. My phone worked. I paid my bill. <laughs> Person T-Mobile out. 
<laughs> anyway, so, all right. Mm, okay. So now we've got to figure out a way to give, how can we give Son. these passes? Because they can't call in. Nope. Uh, I guess tweet us. Tweet, they Facebook tweet. Live. Tweet. Yeah, I mean, you but, yeah, you, you know. Watching I, on Facebook you let them Live, email us? Because at least Facebook Live will come in order by whoever sent it. So first yeah. come, first so serve. As like, do the tweets. If your thing don't tell right. you a time. Tweets. You're right, well, you know, you're right, but right. the people on Facebook. And email. The first, you know what? You know what? Boom. 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 Don. I know Don is listening on Facebook Live. All right? Yes. And and Don has, has forever That's fair. been a fan of the Tribbles. Yes. All right? So you didn't call in. I can't give you I can't give you six, dog. But Don, I'm letting you know. And I know he's in Philly. True. So Don, true. there are going to be two passes in your name. Okay, so if you work out, you work out your job situation how you gotta. But on <laughs> there'll be two passes in your name on April twenty seventh at the at the the screening. Okay, so Don, you're taken care of. All right, Boom. that's Boom. that's for all the love, all the Christmas gifts you give us. So like that's right, for that's Don. Fair. All right, so we got four left. So we got four left. Now I would love to give some to Melissa, but Melissa, I under I know is over in Europe, God so we oh. can't we can't give it to M- Melissa. I gave Liz a book, yeah. so I can't. Yeah. Get, you know, it will feel it will feel wrong if I give Liz like the the passes. Hold up. Even though Liz is probably about to say, "I don't want the book. I want the passes." Mm. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Uh, so Don said, "Thank you, sir." And then James M. Bolger said, "I tried. I just tried calling." James right. M. Bolger just tried calling. All right. So why don't we give him the question? All right. So James, can uh, we give him the question and yeah. have him answer the question on? Okay, James, you're listening. You've got all right. We got to give him a time limit because because uh, what's the delay though? I mean, a couple minutes. A couple of minutes. It's ten fifty three. So so we got so we six. give him thirty seconds. We'll give him a minute. The, the, the delay is not thirty seconds. Yeah, I, I, it's Facebook. We'll I don't know the Wi Fi in this building. No, we're giving him thirty seconds. All right, thirty seconds to answer this question. Okay. Someone James. Ready. Uh, Jason. It's Jason, right? It's Jason, right? James. Oh, James. It's James. It's James. All right, James. Oh. Okay, James. Mm, look at Kenny. It's James. Uh, we went to high school together. Relax. Okay. All right. Calm down. All right, James. Question. James. All right. Here's your question. You got 30 seconds to answer it. All right. Boom. Name all of the Avengers in Infinity War. You want him to text that? In thirty seconds. Wow, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of. That's a lot that's of. That's a lot of people. It's not a lot of people. You should have. Wait, wait, wait. All right. So when you say name all the Avengers <laughs> in Infinity War, yes, you mean like every superhero no, from Marvel? No, no. no he's Only okay. the Avengers. Avenger. Okay. Only the Avengers were Avengers. Okay. Randy, no. Randy, yeah, I no. Know. Like, okay, but Randy answered time. the question. I ain't know. So yeah. he well, might it don't, not it don't know. matter if you know either. It matters if James knows. If but I like, don't know, he might not know. That's my talk? point. But I ain't got to worry about that. We're over 30 seconds. And there's, there was so anything? Okay, anything? yeah. So if you count that off. Yeah, that? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, 30 seconds. It'll be set the stones. I don't know if that was 30 seconds. but no, it, it was. It was. It was. Oh, I didn't know you had the timer Uh Yeah, because we do. Because you said 30. So, no, that's not enough time. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's all right, though. Oh, we, we have to play and be it. You know, you do things how you got to. I can't wait to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Earn that vacation. <laughs> oh, I can't still not wait to leave. Ooh-wee. All right. Pump your beard, though. James, where you at, James? 
James. 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 Where are ya? Don't you want these passes? All right. All right. This is for Facebook Live. Well, no, cut that out right on Facebook Live. All right. What do I want to do? Plan B. He don't even know. Plan he B. don't know. You don't know. Do it James, is, 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 is James in Philadelphia, Kennedy, that he went to high school with you? Is he, is he in Philadelphia? James might not be in Philly anymore. I know he went down south mm. for a little bit. Uh, so, so, so he can't get the pass. I don't know. I could be wrong. All right. James, is, if, it's James in Philly. Can you answer that in 30 seconds, James? Are you in Philly? <laughs> 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 wow. wow. We could also always probably do this maybe through Instagram. You know, we could do this next week. That, too, is possible. It'll just be. We'll just hold them over the next week. Will the phone be working then? Who knows? But at least we'll know at the beginning <laughs> of the show. Okay. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll come up with something that people. So we'll hold them over the next week. We gave two to Don, and now we've got four held over. Okay? All right? So it's before passes, and I won't be here. So y'all do with the Yo, passes what you will. Desperate, dog. <laughs> right, here's the one else to deal with it. That's yeah, all. Right. Oh, why? Right. <laughs> mm. What you got, Jonte? So he said, "I'm visually impaired. I can't type that fast." He's what? He said, what? I'm, I'm visually impaired. I Visually impaired. Wait a minute. So are you using type to speech to text? Because my speech goes down just this quickly. Look, shenanigans. Look, all right, we're, we're holding a four to next week. It's ten fifty-seven. We gotta get out of here. I'll be look real quick. Ta- what go go? I was gonna say real quickly. We probably could put it on Instagram to put out as a question. I have a general question, and then literally comes in one by one. Whoever answered first, boom, they'll just get the ticket that way too. We can do it tomorrow or through this weekend. Yeah, but then they can look it up and all that kind of stuff. No, Still gotta yeah. be first. No, you do yeah. it on the show. You do it on the show next week. Okay. We'll do it live. There you okay, go. Do it it's live. gotta be done <laughs> live. All right, bro. Yeah, when Bat's not here to mess it up. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. He's not going to be here, so I got to get all these in now. And I ain't even get on that good for the birthday. I just said the one thing about the That's true. Mind. That's and true. This show will be available for your download screen. <laughs> Pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Come to WarnerBlackTribbles.com. Do it on the soul. Get it on the soul. As well as on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. And every place in that need place a good podcast. Like and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Tumblr, and YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Black Tribbles, uh, get that Tribbles After Dark burlesque show that's going to be hitting up there on YouTube this weekend. Um, email us at blacktribbles at gmail.com. All of your thoughts and concerns. Like and um, give us a ranking and a rating on the podcatcher of your choice because that helps people find the show. All right, for Storm Tribble, once again, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations, Thank you. Kennedy. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Stinkiest, stinkiest. proud of you, girl. Stinkiest. Four Storm Triple, the Master Triple, Super Triple, who's also going to be leaving us, going out on tour again with Gangsta Grass. Yeah, yeah man. man. Go to gangstagrass.com to check what they're going to be in your area. For Super Saiyan Triple, for the Intern Triple, for the Ice Girl Triple out there, as always, for the Uncanny Triple with Sniffles. This is the bad triple in party, we say. Hailing frequencies closed, Captain. Mama done burnt them space biscuits. <laughs> <laughs>